Today is Monday, October 18th. The title for our devotional is Power. Remember, in this campaign called Reconstruct, we're looking at some of the ways in which our culture has crept into our Christian faith and created a distortion of the faith. This is called cultural Christianity, and none of us are immune from it. The goal of our reconstruction is to remove these culturally originated elements of our faith and replace them with genuine elements of discipleship to Jesus, elements that originate in Jesus. This week, we're looking at power and influence. Power dynamics have been a hot topic of late in the culture, due in large part to the conversation around critical theory. On top of that, large portions of the evangelical church have bought into the culture's view of power and have sought to infuse kingdom values into our nation through the acquisition and administration of power. Evangelicals praised the Trump administration for their access to positions of power. Jerry Falwell Jr., then president of Liberty University, which is a large evangelical Christian university, said, quote, I think evangelicals have found their dream president. I've never seen a White House have such a close relationship with faith leaders as this one. Evangelicals have historically flocked to churches and overlooked abuses by church leaders because of these leaders' widespread reach and influence. Think Mark Driscoll at Mars Hill and James McDonald at Harvest Bible Chapel. Furthermore, when Kanye put out an album titled Jesus is King, and when Justin Bieber uh, posted on his Instagram that he got baptized, evangelicals rejoiced at the hope of these influential voices reforming the entertainment industry from their position of power and influence within them. This, of course, doesn't mean that it is wrong for Christians to have power and to be in places of influence. However, having Christians in places of power and influence should not be our primary goal. This should not be the basket in which we place all of our eggs. It's a weird way of saying that, but I think you know what I mean. When Christians seek power as the way to bring in the kingdom of God, we easily lose sight of the true nature of the kingdom. The kingdom of God originates outside of the world. That is, the sphere of darkness, rebellion, and blindness, and sin, and operates on a completely different set of principles. In John 18, 36, when Jesus is talking to Pilate, he says, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. Jesus here is explaining to Pilate how it was so easy to arrest him, even though he is a king. His disciples did not go to war to prevent Jesus from being arrested. Peter tried in the garden, and Jesus rebuked him harshly. Although he is a king, as he confirms to Pilate, he is no threat to Rome. His kingdom will not expand by violence and force, as the kingdoms of this world will, but by love and self-sacrifice. For even the king of this kingdom, he did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many, as Jesus says in Matthew 20, 28. This we'll look at later on in the week. Yet, this doesn't mean that God's kingdom has nothing to do with this world. Remember, Jesus' message was the coming of the kingdom. He taught us to pray, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Again, what Jesus means when he speaks to Pilate and he says that his kingdom is not of this world is that, His kingdom originates outside of this world and it operates on a different set of principles. It doesn't operate on principles like power grabs, military might, bribery, but on faith, hope, and love.
for additional content, I linked you to an article by David French. Uh, head over to the devotional page to find it. Um, the article is titled, How Do Christian Patriots Love Their Country Well? So I'd encourage you to head over to there, give that, um, give that article a read, and think about what he has to say. For reflection, have you placed too many eggs, or kingdom eggs, in the basket of achieving power and influence? Have you placed too much emphasis on that for bringing the kingdom of God, getting people in the high places of power to legislate or to influence large majorities of people in order to bring kingdom values into our country? How important is it to you that Christians are in places of power and influence in the major areas of society? Think government, entertainment, etc. For today, just reflect on how much emphasis that you've placed on that.